It might seem wild that a doctor or hospital wouldn't take your insurance, especially since more than 91% of Americans have at least some form of coverage. After this pod, you'll know what out-of-network really means, as well as the choices you have when health insurance doesn't go too far. Your well-being should be about thriving instead of surviving. It's about time to empower yourself and navigate our healthcare system with ease. My name is Rishi and this is the show, Friendly Neighborhood Patient. In strictly financial terms, it's wiser to seek a provider who takes your insurance. You're already paying a king's ransom for the insurance you have, so why pay more than you need to? In any other context, a doctor accepting your insurance won't necessarily be better than a provider who does not at least without regard to a given facility's resources. A number of insurance plans do offer a little coverage for seeing a provider who doesn't participate in a given network, but for a good amount of the time, you are going to be paying full price for medical care when going places out of network. Just for clarity, something is considered out of network if that provider or facility does not have a negotiated contract with a given health plan for reimbursement arrangements. We'll save the discussion about medical care quality for a longer episode, but there are legit reasons for why some providers don't contract with health plans. For now, I'm going to focus on what happens with seeing an office visit-focused doctor who is out of network, because getting emergency care out of network is another can of worms that's better to open up a little later. In any case, when you visit someone who's out of network, That person either bills your insurance for a small payment and then bill you, the patient, for the remaining balance, or just charge you full price for care out of pocket. Doctors who do not accept Medicare or private insurance usually do so for three major reasons. Burnout, administrative challenges, and payment issues. Medicare and some private insurance plans have a strict set of requirements incentivizing doctors to check boxes of data and see a high volume of patients to get whatever planned reimbursement exists. As a result, some physicians want to shift attention back to patients and in turn stay away from spending too much time entering medical data. Some physicians just hire more staff to take care of these necessary evils, But the fact remains that due to current law and incentives, most providers are better off in a large group or hospital practice to deal with all the red tape with the administrative and staffing firepower those places have. A doctor who visits several dozen patients a day and needs to enter reams of clinical notes for each person is just a byproduct of volume incentives and increased day-to-day administrative responsibilities. Hence, some physicians believe that spurning insurance plans leads to better control over both their personal and professional life. In response to the current incentives from insurers and big medicine organizations, some doctors are detaching themselves from the current system by going fully private with direct pay business models. A successful out-of-network doctor who bills patients directly without any link to a health plan usually has a massive following and unparalleled medical expertise that appeals to enough people willing to pay for that kind of next-level attention. This is why, if you have the disposable income or if your healthcare sits high on your priority list, you should be flexible with primary or specialist doctors who may not take insurance plans if they are skilled in treating a 
particular medical condition you have. If you are willingly seeing a provider who fits that kind of mold, you should ask for a quote or range regarding whatever office visit or service is needed. I do respect that not everyone in the U.S. has a fortunate enough situation allowing them to invest more in their healthcare, but we should remember that even though every physician finishes years of training before seeing patients without supervision, you shouldn't assume that two doctors in the exact same specialty, accepting the exact same insurance, are of equal quality. You can compare apples to apples or smartphones to smartphones pretty easily, but comparing one internal medicine doctor to another in the same field with the same alignment is not that simple. One of the doctors could have practiced medicine a couple of decades longer, but the fresh-off-the-boat resident could have gone to a better med school with access to new research and new resources. Another doctor may have had the benefit of seeing a particular demographic of patients in the tropics versus colder places. There are a lot of variables involved, since medicine is both a scientific and human capital-focused profession. Even though a few out-of-network medical practices are making names for themselves, the hard reality is that few providers can live without insurance plans. Take Medicare, for example. According to the CMS's provider databases, just 1% of all non-pediatric physicians opted out from Medicare in 2020, and in 47 of 50 states, less than 2% of respective physicians in each of those states opted out. A doctor who opts out from Medicare can enter a direct payment relationship with patients to bill fees above whatever Medicare reimburses for any given service. Although some doctors can keep one foot in the door by having the choice to bill Medicare or not by calling themselves, quote, non-participating, the handful of providers going the distance to fully sever themselves from Medicare effectively sail their own ship. Even though it's clear that doctors need Medicare more than Medicare needs them, the greater challenge for patients is that participating in-network doctors may still reject new patients who have Medicare because the reimbursement is minimal. Medicare payment tends to be 80% or less of whatever a private insurance plan reimburses for a given service like an office visit, for example. I'll link the data review done by the Kaiser Family Foundation on my Substack page, found at rishinagala.substack.com. Seeing an office visit-focused doctor without insurance is a totally different story from getting help by an emergency provider or surgeon out of network. Because most patients don't choose when their emergencies get to happen, patients tend to leave the financial consequences of an ER visit off their minds till later. You could be discharged from the hospital, your insurance could get billed 100 grand, then the insurance covers 30 grand because you're on the hook for a $70,000 balance since the provider's who took care of you during that period, were out of network. This is where the horror stories of crippling medical debt come from. Thankfully, laws such as the recent No Surprises Act safeguard patients from getting balance billed for emergency care at in-network facilities, among other settings. Regardless of your need for emergency or routine care, you can ask a facility to give you a good-faith estimate of services. Again, when pursuing out-of-network care in general, you should feel comfortable asking for quotes or price ranges. Adding in a bit of fee transparency to in-network or cash pay healthcare makes us all better off by introducing a little competition with accountability. Another cool topic in healthcare that's getting a clearer look is the realm of precision medicine. Imagine what happens when a given medication is matched perfectly with your genes. That's cool, but this concept has been around for years. In the next pod, I'll talk about what's new with hyper-customized treatment and what that should mean to you.
Subscribe and stay tuned to Friendly Neighborhood Patient for healthcare economics and other fun themes. I'll catch you at the next episode.